What's going on family? Let's talk about something that's been buzzing in the tech world, AI safety and security. How do you feel about the rapid advancements in AI and the potential risk that it brings? Have you heard of the stories about AI being tricked? It's a real concern, but fear not because there's a real solution, AI Red Teaming. You see, AI Red Teaming is all about stress testing. You see, AI models and deployments to prevent unauthorized access and data leaks. It's about ensuring that your AI can't be tricked into providing information beyond its intended use. And guess what? You don't have to do it alone. My friends over at HackerOne has a community of over 750 active hackers specializing in AI security testing. You see, in a recent engagement, just 18 hackers identified over 100 valid findings in just two weeks. That's the power of ethical hackers. Wow. So if you want to ensure the safety and security of your AI deployments, look no further. Head over to HackerOne.com and explore their AI red teaming services. With strategic flexibility, rapid deployment, and a hybrid talent strategy, HackerOne has everyone, everything you need to safeguard your AI. Don't let AI keep you up at night. Visit HackerOne.com today and rest easy knowing that your AI is in safe hands. I've been told that I am controlling when I'm like, hey, listen, you know, I, and I just say, this is my show. I say, hey, man, tell them other niggas I'm coming for you. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to be real, bitch. I was like, Come on, tell man. them other niggas I'm coming for you. And I was like, that sounds controlling. And I'm like, no, I'm not controlling. I'm letting you know my intention. Yeah, that's called alpha. What's happening? No capping. We with AO about to get a play. Oh, pull up to the table. Let's go. Yo, today's show is going to be a little different, man. So I actually want to start off a little different today because I want to save the majority of today's show to really dive in and to learn. Uh, today, we're not going to really talk about money. We're going to really talk about really our consciousness on both um, the woman's side, our queen's side, and the brother's side. We're going to really dive in. We're going to talk about some relationships and really understanding men and women better. Because now, while I said we will not talk about, per se, money, but who we connect ourselves with does impact our money um, in the future. And I believe having healthy relationships impacts our tomorrow. And you all know, man, I I have no shame in my game saying that I am ready for marriage. I am seeking marriage and I'm dating with the intentions of marriage. And man, I've been going through some things and I called in a, a friend, um, someone who I look at as a spiritual father in this space of relationships. There's a lot of relationship experts out there who are single, um, who are really not teaching from the word and they're just teaching from their personal, you know, understandings of past mistakes and past experiences. And I'm not knocking none of them, but when I look at, uh, marriages and when I look at relationship people, you better be married. I need you married. I need you happily married. I need you having good sex with your wife, with your husband. I need you happy. So when you're giving me advice, I know you've experienced it all. The ups, the downs, the, the times you thought about giving up, and the good days. So that way, when you're talking to me, you give me life. So today, y'all, we have the one and only R.C. Blakes is in the building. 
And I, I, I met him for the first time a few months ago at my good friend's conference, Dr. Arisha Hiri out of Houston, Texas. And um, I've been heard of him. Like I was a huge fan of his ministry. But this brother Ken, he he is a teacher. I'm not going to say he's a preacher because I think preacher puts you in one category. No, this man can teach and he makes the word of God so practical to us everyday people. So even if you ain't a Christian, you're going to really love what he has to say today. So I'm telling you right now, get your notepad, get your pen, because brothers, he's coming for us today too. Ladies, I already know how he rolled. But, but before we get to uh, the man of the hour, two quick things. Um, I want to just thank today's sponsors because we could not have R.C. Blakes in the building uh, without thanking my good friends over at Church Hill. You know, Church Hill um, is partnering with me uh, when it comes to helping get black people, minority people, and even all people into a mortgage, into their dream homes. You do understand that if we're going to really close that wealth gap, then what we got to do is we got to get people into home ownership. And Bethel, not Bethel, Church Hill understands the importance of home ownership. So they've partnered with me here at the table to help get you into that. So this is what they're going to do for you. Number one, interest rates did go up, but they're still locking you in at the lowest rate possible for 90 days. They're going to give you a certified guaranteed pre-approval that you can take out into the marketplace. And with the certified pre-approval, they're going to give you an extra $5,000. Watch this to put on top of your earnest money. So that way, when you go to the seller, it lets them know you're a guaranteed buyer. And if for whatever reason you got to back out because of the funding issue, watch this, church is going to let your sellers keep that $5,000. So in, in these days and times, you need that for sure backing and church is going to walk with you throughout the whole process. They finance all of my homes and you know what? They're going to finance some more of my rental properties coming up here soon. So I want you to check out my friends over at anthonyoneal.com forward slash church hill. And also I want to thank our Last sponsor for today's show is my friends over there at Bethel Tech. There are two industries that are creating multi-millionaires. Number one is tech. Tech is the new, I believe, uh, black industry that is really going to help black people really excel and make a lot of money. And so if you can dedicate nine months with about investment of about fourteen to $17,000, it will impact the next nine to 19 to 29 years of your life because you'll go from making 50000 to 100000 to 300000 to $500,000 a year just by simply getting a certificate in tech. And Beth Texan will walk you throughout that entire process for nine months. And after that nine-month process, man, you can get a job making $100,000 a year. So listen, go to anthonyoneal.com forward slash Bethel, because I promise you, we are going to help you change your life financially. So check out my friends today, Churchill and Bethel Tech, because they're going to bless you. But now let's get to the man of the hour today. Um, RC, how are you doing, sir? Man, I am absolutely fantastic. Man. Uh, I can't believe I'm sitting at the table. No, sir. I can't believe that you're at the table. I really, I'm, it's, it's such an honor. No, man. I, I thank you for coming. You do such an amazing job, man. <laughs> I'm just trying to get to your label. No, that's <laughs> it. You know, you've been, you've been teaching the gospel for how long now? 40 years, man. 40 years. I was... Um, 18 years old. 18. 58 now. Wow. You don't you don't have the swag of a 58 year. You got the swag of like a 35, 40. That's because I hang around people like you. 
<laughs> well, we know you do have a heart for people and the young people for sure. Absolutely. So you're you're definitely known in in the gospel space. Correct. Uh, but then now you're even more well known in the YouTube and just really uh, young people millennial relationship yeah. space. When did you de develop a heart for? You're known as the Queenology guy, yeah. teaching Queenology. When did you develop a heart for that? So, man, I'm on, I'm on Facebook, and this is a Saturday night. I'm preparing for Sunday morning. I'm getting ready to meet the church the next morning, and I'm listening to this. I'm reading this post of this young woman. She's clearly educated. You can tell by the language and the punctuation, and her message is great. She's like. To all the ladies out there, you know, I want to encourage you to use your education, use your brains, use your connections, use your vision to get ahead in life. And if all else fails, uh -huh. I don't know if I can say it like I actually, like she actually wrote it. <laughs> but she said, fall back on your... The booty. Your booty. Oh, yeah, yeah. I said booty. Yeah, well, okay, I'm glad you said okay. it first. <laughs> she said, fall back on your booty. And so, man, I'm sitting there as, as a father... Of, of three young women. Okay. And as a spiritual father of, you know, congregations of women. Yeah. And I'm like, what's going, what's going on here? Where is this coming from? Mm -hmm. You know, how have our women come to a point where they're using sexuality as a success strategy mm -hmm. in a day and time when they're more educated than ever? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And Holy Spirit said to me, she's not had the father-daughter talk. And so that was my that was my first book that I wrote to the empowerment of women, mm -hmm. the father daughter talk, and um, I did not expect that it was going to become a whole movement, mm -hmm. and then it evolved into Queenology, developing the consciousness mm -hmm. of a queen. Mm -hmm. What does God say about you? Mm -hmm. Who are you in the eyes of God? Not not what does the world say, not what is culture saying, but what does God say? Mm, mm, mm. So when we talk about the Queenology and the consciousness of Queenology, because um, we know we talk, you talk about this on your show, on, on your YouTube channel. Yes, and, sir. And we're going to drop his information in today's show notes, just in case if you have not um, heard of R.C. Blake, um, a wealth of information over there. So we'll, we'll drop that information below. But what, what does Queenology mean to the, to the typical woman watching right now? It, it, it's bringing the woman to a place where she can accept God's definition of her. Okay. Because when you look at the world today, you have a myriad of voices that are attempting to redefine the woman. Mm -hmm. And so the woman is listening to, uh, you know, male um, influencers. The woman is listening to the culture. The woman is listening to the broken sisterhood, the other women around her as it relates to who she is and what she should be or, or strive for. But we have to bring the woman back to God's original plan, the Genesis plan mm -hmm. of her being a co-equal in dominion. Mm. And so Queenology is bringing that woman back to consciousness of God's original plan mm -hmm. and then renewing her mind to a place or to a point where she accepts her destiny. Yeah. And she's able to watch this stand happily and healthily, if that's a word, right. in her individuality. Where, where she's not like the typical woman mm -hmm. who only views herself as a success within the context of a relationship to a man. 
So would you say then a lot of our ladies, and correct me if I'm wrong, I'm just following you here. Would you say that a lot of our ladies are then operating with a broken consciousness? Absolutely. Break that down for us. Absolutely, man. How how is that then? Well, I'm following you and I'm like, okay, so that means I I, I don't want to get in no trouble. (laughs) But I'm like, that means that a lot of ladies have a lot of, they have broken consciousness. Broken consciousness. Um, when you when you open up the the social media, in particularly Instagram, for me, right, it's like every other posting you see, a woman is naked. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, they're either naked or they have something so sheer they may as well have nothing on. Yeah, what is that? Mm. That's broken consciousness. Mm. You know, when you see women who who exercise what I call mascara therapy, mascara where, therapy, yeah, where 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 they they paint up the outside. To cover up <laughs> the pain on the inside, you know, all oh. of these labels and and brands they really can't afford. Yeah, yeah. You know, four thousand dollar purse and, and right. it's empty. Right, right, right. Overstuffed closet. Mm-hmm. You know, and I often say that overstuffed closet is quite often the evidence of an empty heart. <laughs> you know, broken consciousness. Oh, have everything in the world. They have the education. They have the money. They have the they're reaching the goals, but they're personally miserable. They have not locked in on, nor have they truly accepted the creator's estimation of them. Broken consciousness. You said something that they have all this stuff on the outside. So they have the they have the beauty, they have the brains, you know, they have the success. Yeah. But internally, they're miserable, they're hurt. Correct. <clears throat> And, and I'm scared to ask, ask this question because I think you're going to answer it the way that, you, that I think you're going to answer it. And then that means that I play a role hmm. in the lack of the consciousness of a woman. I play a role in her broken consciousness. Correct. I play a role as a man internally. And you just said, correct. 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 <laughs> I know where you're going. Incorrect. How is it, though? Like, how, how do we as men play a role into that? Well, are we to blame for their internal? I personally believe we are. You know, when you look at Scripture, wow. and Scripture says the head of the man is God. Right. And the head of the woman is the man. Well, we typically use that as, or we view that text as um, some hierarchy. Mm-hmm. But the reality is God supplied the man everything he needed to be. Yeah. And then God reached into the man, and from the man extracted a woman. The man supplied Eve with everything she needed to be. So if the woman is broken, if the woman is deficient, it, the, the, the situation does not mend itself beginning with the woman. We have to go back to where she came from, and that's out of us. Wow. The, the purest reflection of the, of the man is the quality of his woman. So if if my woman is broken, mm. if my my wife Lisa is broken, mm-hmm. that is on my watch. Mm. If the black woman is broken in the black community, mm. we as men can't gather together in little bands and groups and and uh, riot or march on womanhood. Yeah, yeah, we have to own that. You know, when God gave me. Uh, this message, Queenology, well, you have to go back into my history. People say, well, why, why is he so passionate about empowering women? Mm-hmm. 
Well, when I was a younger guy, man, I was I was a womanizer. Absolutely. I mean, I mean, just complete. Me too. Horrible. Grew up in the church. Yep. Son of the pastor. Yep. I was a teenage father out of wedlock, clearly. Wow. Called to ministry, still carrying on my womanizing ways. Uh -huh. And then one day, man, God got a hold of me, and God actually grew me up, and I evolved as a man. Mm. And the first thing that I wanted to do when I actually evolved as a man if it were at all possible, was to go back into my history and apologize to all of the women I had broken. Yeah. Unfortunately, that was not possible. Right. Most of them would not hear me anyway. <laughs> and so I committed myself to doing what was ever necessary to mend the clear brokenness of women's hearts today. That is as the consequence of you know, what we're taught as men. Because when I came along, I don't know about your generation, but when I came along, um, Uncle would take you in the back as a young man, and he would say, boy, this is how you get the girl. This is how you Absolutely. game. This is how you, right. you get the girl, you know. Yeah. And then he'll go inside, and he'll take the little sisters or the little cousins, the little female cousins, and say, girl, keep your dress mm -hmm. down and keep your panties up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, we were kind of conditioned for this dysfunction. Yeah. Yeah. Where where the man becomes the predator, the woman becomes the prey, yeah. and and the man breaks the woman, you know, and and so I think every man that is really looking at society and looking at life honestly and sincerely has to say that we have played a major role. We know how to psychologically manage women. Mm. Mm. Come on, man, you know we know how to do it. But we get on these public platforms and we want to act like we don't know what happened. Well, what happened to women? We happened to them. And if the woman is ever going to be mended and repaired, it's going to start with our acknowledging what we've done and fulfilling our role as men, and that is to heal the hearts of these women. So right now you're talking to a bunch of ladies. Yes, sir. Are you talking to us, though? To the brothers? To the brothers. Yeah, man. I, you know, am known for Queenology. Right. But I've also written the book Kingology. Okay. You know, um, I, I have, I have uh, stuff on my channel for brothers. We don't listen. And I think that I asked the Holy Spirit, I said, why is it that I can talk and women will hear me and, and, same guy can talk and right. and mend on it, and I have proof of you know concept. Absolutely, I'm married 28, yeah. 28 years. I'm happily married. Beautiful I'm faithful. Life. You know, I'm all over the world. Yeah. I ain't, no, ain't got no scandals. No, right. no babies over in Russia and all right. this kind of stuff. Here, you know, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. I have proof of concept. Concept. Right. Right. But brothers don't hear me. Why do you think that is? I think it's the it's the it's the dominion spirit in a man. You know, all of us as men. We feel like we are the leaders. Okay. You know what I mean? And sure. and I think, well, we all are, but I think the thing we're missing is that every man needs a man. Mm -hmm. You know, God created Adam from the dust of the earth, and then Adam created his sons in his own image. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Every man needs the imprint of a man that's come before him and done it successfully. Mm -hmm. And so I think I think the respect for... 
um, the wisdom of the generation before is not there. And so we're rising up and we're feeling like, well, I'm a man, I know what I'm doing. Even as a young man, my father, the late Robert C. Blake Sr., man, dude was amazing with money, mm-hmm. amazing with ministry, amazing. He was just a genius. But because I was so close, I really didn't hear, I didn't learn most of the lessons I needed to learn because I thought I knew what I was doing. Yeah. Until I had a chance to do what I thought I knew I was doing, and it failed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I had to go back to the lessons that dude taught me. Well, I think that's a lot of why we don't listen to one another. All of us as men feel like we know. And it's the natural inclination of a woman to be guided by the voice of a trusted man. Is that the natural instinct of a woman, are you think? I think it's the natural inclination of a woman to be guided by the voice of a man she trusts. A man she trusts is key. Most women don't trust most men because trust is not something a woman can give you. It's something that you have to earn. Right, right, right. You know right, what I'm saying? Right, right. So I can speak to a generation of women because I've been here a long time. Yeah. I've been consistent. Yeah. They've seen me live with my wife. They yeah. hear my wife's testimony. Right. They know what you see on the outside is what's really happening on the inside. So I'm trusted. Yeah. And so I can say, you and I were talking. I can say some things that may... I can't say. You know what I'm saying? Right. Come across as, as harsh for some people, mm-hmm. but they can receive it from me because they know I love them. Mm-hmm. They know my intent. Mm-hmm. And so when a woman can trust a man, she can receive truth from that man. I think the hard part for men... And I'm going to come from a younger man to an older, wiser, more successful man when it comes to relationships, right, is is that I was that guy. I'm a, I'm, I'm a preacher's kid. You know, I was womanizer. I thought I was a father at 20 years old, 21 years old, played the father role for a year to only find out that it wasn't mine, was wow. in ministry um, and still was a womanizer. Um, I've hurt several ladies in the past, and as I have evolved, I was just like you. I wish I could go back and apologize. I even attempted to go back to two of them. One hurt me, cried, and was like, thank you. I needed that release. The other one, she cussed me out. Oh, yeah. And yeah. and I, I totally respect that, yes, right? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, and the others, I just said, after the second one cussed me out, I said, I'm not even going to try the others. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to just try and do do better moving forward. One of my things that I had a problem with, Bishop, uh, and I really want to just, I want to get your thoughts on it. Tell me if I'm wrong, because, I mean, I brought you here for us, and us includes me. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> so as a man who who wants to listen, who who wants to learn, who is ready to be married, to have 28 years, 30 years, 40 years of marriage, um, in the past, when I was in a womanizing space, I just approached a woman as, we're just cool, we're just friends, we're approaching uh, but I would say a about a few months ago to maybe a year ago, I was really interested in a woman. Mm-hmm. And I said, hey, listen, up front, I told her I'm leading with intentionality. I'm ready to get married and I'm mm-hmm. dating for marriage. She told me, pause. Wow. Uh, you, you're kind of I feel a little pressured a little bit. Wow. Let's just be friends up front. I want to marry my best friends. Let's just be friends. Wow. And let's just see where it naturally goes. And so. As a man, Bishop, I was confused because in the beginning when I led with, let's just be friends Should and be cool, you know what I'm saying? Then the thought was, well, what's your intentions? What do you want to do? You're not moving with intentions. 
And then over here, as I'm being very intentional, letting you know, hey, I'm dating you, I'm pursuing you, I am pursuing you with the intent of marriage, it was, hey, I feel a little pressured. Where the disagreement came in was, and this is where I need your help at, was um, she said that that made me feel pressured. And I said, hey, as a man, if I'm going to take you serious mentally, I cannot just say we're friends and no. we're seeing where it can go. Because if I look at you that way, mentally, then if another woman comes, and uh, I know you've seen my show, she got the booty and she Correct. got the Bible, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm going to be like, hey, since we're just friends. Correct. And I'm like, I can't call you just friends, but I shouldn't make you feel pressured neither. No. What? What should I have done differently? Because I'm trying to make sure that I am not hurting ladies anymore. Yeah. But both scenarios seem like I still hurt the woman. So what what should men do differently who are trying to progress forward and move forward the right way? But then when we get approached with that, how should we how should we deal with that? Well, I don't think you should internalize that. Oh. You know, I, I don't think you should internalize her saying to you and uh, responding to your decisiveness as a man as though it's a negative that 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 does that has no negative uh connotation relative to you at all mm. what it does for me just listening to it mm. is it speaks again to the broken consciousness of this generation of women wow. that when a man actually steps up wow. you know with the genesis model come on where adam meets eve right. for the first time and she's she's naked mm -hmm. And the first thing he does is he makes love to her mind. He says, you're a woman. When he calls a woman, mm. you're a man with a womb. You're my equivalent. Mm. You come out of me. Mm. He was decisive. Mm. But when a generation of women are broken, they don't even know how to respond to a healthy man. Mm. And so all you can do with that, because I think you're absolutely correct, a woman that says to you, well, let's be friends, doesn't realize that she's putting you in the friend zone. And to put you in the friend zone is to put you in the friend mindset. But she says she wasn't saying that. Yeah, but that's what she was saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's, that's, that's exactly what she was saying. You know, because how can, how can a woman see a, a, a young man, mm -hmm. successful, mm -hmm. good looking, mm -hmm. Christian, love God, mm -hmm. ready for commitment, mm -hmm. and say, well, let's slow this down. Mm. Come on, man. Mm. That speaks to the need for men like you and I having these conversations because our women have been, have been broken and conditioned and don't even realize it. Mm. They don't even know how to respond to healthy guys. You know, there's this thing called type Yep. yep. that I, I just struggle with women all of the time. They don't want to get away from this thing called type. And you know, my, my statement is you've been getting your type for the last decade. <laughs> and where has it gotten you? Ooh. Where has it gotten you? So there has to be a point where the mind is renewed mm -hmm. and where we bring women back to a place of consciousness. And what can we do as men to help that process begin? Be the example acknowledge the trauma we, we create on a daily basis. Yeah. We know what we're doing. We get in front of these cameras on YouTube yeah. and we say the things we say to these women. We know we're damaging these women. Mm -hmm. More women have to hear men be honest and say, well, this was not right. That was not right. And I think as, as women hear that and um, internalize it, the healing begins. The most important thing we can do as men 
is to really step up in terms of fathering our daughters. Ooh. You may not be able to help your generation, but yeah. you can definitely plant seed into the next generation, yeah. really intentionally pouring into the self-esteem of your daughters. Yeah. Because I was kind of raised up in that generation where they said, well, three girls, one boy, four kids. Well, they said, they said well, you know, daughters are a mama's job, mm -hmm. sons are daddy's job. So you just finance the girls and just let them. And then it was later on in life that I realized that mm -hmm. the sense of identity, the sense mm -hmm. of security, the sense of self-esteem, the father pours that into the girls. Yes. So every man should step up in terms of how he fathers his, his, his daughters, his nieces, yeah. the young girls in the church, esteeming them and building them. And, and, you know, if this message can, and I'm listening to more brothers, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm listening to more brothers that are coming out with a real balanced approach to manhood, yeah. you know. They say, well, you either have uh, simps or pimps, <laughs> but there's another category called kings. Mm. And kings are men who know how to, to manage kingdoms. Mm. They're not, they're not managed by women like simps. They don't need to manipulate women like pimps. Mm -hmm. They are wise managers of kingdoms. Mm. They know how to identify and work with queens. And so these are, you know, we have to simply be our best version yeah. as men. Yeah. I think this generation of women just, they need to see more examples of authentic manhood, not this propaganda that we have out here today. For men like myself, and then I want to go back to the really understanding the consciousness of our our, our queens, for men my, for men like myself, young men who have, we've I've publicly said I've done ladies wrong. Yes, sir. And I've publicly apologized for for hurting them in the past. And I am in a different season of my life to where I'm like, okay, I'm ready to do the right thing. Yes, sir. And I'm ready for marriage. I'm ready to be intentional. But I'm always compared to the other men. Come on, man. Who are not that. I always got to deal with what, well, you're just like everyone else. Or I, like, how do I date as a single person when I got to compete with what the other man did who was once me? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Like, do I, do I give up? Do I, do I deal with the... Sometimes our ladies respectfully can be disrespectful towards the good man... Because of past hurt. Blatantly yeah. disrespectful. Ooh, you said blatantly. I said respectfully. He said, yeah. R.C. said blatantly. Because no, no, this, I mean, I'm telling I've been told you're insecure. Mm -hmm. I've been told that I am controlling when I'm like, hey, listen. You know, I, and I'll just say, this is my show. I say, hey, man, tell them other niggas I'm coming for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm going to be real, bitch. I was like, Come on, tell man. them other niggas I'm coming for you. <laughs> And I was like, that sounds controlling. And I'm like, no, I'm not control. I'm letting you know my intentions. Yeah, that's called alpha. Come on. You know what I'm saying, bitch? Come on. RC is my guy. Yeah. RC, you know that this. Oh, Listen, man. man, you know my story. Come on, RC. I said to my wife, I said, hey, we have been dating for years. I said, I don't think I'm getting married. My wife went on and she left. She yeah. didn't ask me why. She didn't beg me to stay. Wife just left. She left. Got another boyfriend. Yeah, 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 yeah. He was a big league baseball yeah, player. Yeah, yeah. Well, long story short, I come to this point where I realize God says, that's your wife. 
Well, I called my wife. Now, this dude's a multimillionaire. I'm broke at the time. <laughs> but I called my wife, and I said, hey, you know, tell a little baseball baseball boy going about his business. You my wife. Come on, R.C. Because that's how men step when yeah. men know what they want. Come But on. nobody's teaching the, the daughters this. So they don't even know how to recognize or respond to the, you know, to, to the... Did your wife receive that as controlling? No. Did, did, did she receive that as narcissist? No. How, how did Because I don't remember that part of the story. How did she receive that when you told her that? She said, okay. Because she knew I was her husband. Wow. She said, okay. Because she knew I was her husband. You see what I think, and I don't mean to cut you off. No, you mean no. not to finish your question. No, no, do it. But what I think we're struggling with today is this confusion of you know, masculinity and femininity. Mm. And and one of the things that I'm trying to teach men and women today is how to understand. Sometimes women are so in their masculine that they don't know how to receive a, a masculine man. When a man steps to her in a masculine fashion like you just described, mm -hmm. oh, you're controlling, when the reality is that's a moment for her to step into her femininity and and receive that and let you drive. Women don't know how to, most, many women, let's put it that way, don't know how to let a real man drive. This is how you're constantly stuck with clowns and crowns and the kings are slipping through your fingers. It's because kings, like yourself, mm -hmm. are only going to settle with queens and queens are are, are the equivalent of the king, but she's the female feminine version. Yes, man. And see, that, that feminine masculine thing is like a delicate dance. Yeah. And when a woman shows up masculine with a masculine man, it's always a clash. But when a woman is feminine, she knows how to move and respond and flow with the masculinity of that man. And that's the woman that brings a king the kind of peace and rest that he's looking for. That's why queenology is so important to the world. Do you got a course? I do. I do. It's right there at my website. We're we going to put that course on there. And that's all I'm going to say. Because I, I think our ladies need to hear that. Yes, sir. Because I be, I'm just being vulnerable in my own show. And I'm not even trying to get emotional. Because I'm like, man, sometimes I think that I there's yes, something sir. wrong with me. When I know... You know, there's only two men I listen to when it comes to, or three, three men I listen to when it comes to the relationship space. Um, two of, well, actually, all three of them are very spiritual. You, Dr. Tony Evans, and my boy Tony Gaston Jr. Absolutely. Those are the only three Absolutely. that, like, okay, what they say, I can take that to the grave when it comes to Absolutely. relationship stuff, who are in a relationship space. And Tony Evans is really not in a relationship space, but he's been married for longer yeah. than I've been alive. He's lived it. <laughs> so it's like, I, whenever he talks about that, I'm like, all right, cool, bet. And then my boy Tony Gaskins Jr., I'm like, okay, I'm listening. And it's like, man, as I'm, I'm getting what I'm saying yes, in today's day and time, it's from you all. It's like, okay, cool. Lead with intentionality. Let her know up front. Absolutely. Be honest and transparent. Um, put action behind your words. Correct. But then when we get pushed back with, I was even told, uh, what did she say? She said that, you know, every time I say something, you, you get into defense mode. And I told her, I said, I do. I said, because every time I say something, you're saying I'm insecure, I'm controlling, I'm this. And I'm like, wait. 
I'm confused because my mentors say lead like this, but then today's ladies are saying completely opposite. Correct. So I'm like, one thing, let's get back to this queenology for the brothers who are watching. What's the first thing we need to do for ourselves? For brothers? For brothers. Um, I think we have to detox. Okay. You know what I mean? Because yeah. there, there's so many things that we've been trained um, or, or made to believe equate to manhood. Yeah. You know, like sexuality. Yep. Yep. You know, like like yep. right now today, to be quite honest with you, even in the Christian context, mm -hmm. if if a young man is 18, 19, 20 years old, talking about he's a virgin, mm -hmm. first thing we're going to say is, oh, he's gay. Yep. He's gay. Yep. Maybe, maybe the brother's saved. Yeah. <laughs> maybe he's living his life based on principles. Right. You know what I mean? Right. But where, where does he get, where do we get this from? This is the kind of stuff we actually teach. So I think we have to detox. Mm -hmm. Then I think we have to connect ourselves mm -hmm. to mentors and examples. Yeah of people who are really doing it right. Mm. And then, you know, so detox, connect to mentors, pray for God to give you as a man, mm -hmm. pray for God to give you your, your clear vision. Yeah. Powerful point okay. right here. Okay. When I, when I went back and retrieved my wife and said, Hey, you know, I made a mistake. You're my wife. Tell this fellow going about his business. That was based on, I, my wife is a beautiful woman. Amaz we've been together since we were in our 20s. Now I'm almost 60 years old, I'm 58. She's 55. I know she's going to kill me for saying that. <laughs> she's 55. She doesn't look like it, though. No. Your wife is beautiful. I take very good care of her. Yes, you, you do. Ha lady, how you doing, man? Absolutely. She's yeah. a beautiful woman. But watch this. I married her because I knew she fit my future. Anthony, I knew where I was going, and I knew she was the woman that could help me get there. So a brother has to detox. He got to get mentors, but he got to know where he's going. You got to know. Should not even try to make a relational decision mm. until you know who you're going to be. Mm. You, you don't even make a relational, a permanent relational choice mm -hmm. based on who you are today. Mm. You need to make a relational decision based on where you know you're going. So this woman has to have more than the booty. She has to have the aptitude and the heart and the spirit and the, the vision to be able to take this journey with you. Yeah. And watch this. When a woman does not, when a, when a man's life is as purposed as yours mm -hmm. and a woman does not fit that future, God will break it up. Absolutely. Absolutely. He'll never let it work. Absolutely. I think one of my one of my philosophies now is is um I know my vision, I know where I'm going in life, and she has to align with that vision. Correct. And if she doesn't align with the vision, it's not Anthony saying no, it's my God given assignment and vision Come that's saying on, no. man. You know, so it's like I'm not saying, ah, no, it's like, hey, listen, you're just not aligned. Correct. You're still a queen. Correct. You're just not my queen. Correct. You know, you're his queen. Correct. I'm going Correct. here. Correct. God is taking me there. This is what I want to do. This is where I want to go. And and if and if you're not aligned with that, that's cool. Yeah. I, I ain't got nothing negative to say about you. I said all the time about my ex-fiance. We weren't just aligned. But she's an amazing woman. If Come I on, see her sir. today, talk to her today, man, she's a great woman. When she gets married. I'm a celebrator. Come on, man. Because she's a queen. Come on. And so when I think about, you know, I, I wrote down some questions. I want to make sure I get through these questions. Um, 
So we talked about the men, right? Yeah. But I do want to talk about what are the effects of women who have broken consciousness? Um, the inability to um, appreciate themselves as individuals. Okay. Can't see themselves as individuals. So what happens is um, they struggle with being alone. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. they always got it. They, they're they're always they're always out in the club, or mm-hmm. they got to be out with their girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They they shift from one meaningless relationship to another. Rarely do you find a season in her life where she's actually by herself and content. That broken consciousness won't allow her to actually be content and happy. She'd rather be miserable mm-hmm. with somebody present. Mm-hmm than to be by herself, can appreciate, we just kind of talked about it, she, yeah. can, she can appreciate um, quality men that, that really honor. It's almost like when a woman is struggling with broken consciousness, it's almost like an honorable man is boring. I've been. Come on, man. <laughs> This is what I teach. I, I mean, I deal with this every day. It's like it's like an honorable man is going to be a gentleman, and 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 you know he's boring, and so she goes back to, well, he's not my type. But the reality is, she's struggling with that broken consciousness, and she she cannot celebrate. Um, she cannot celebrate the even the accomplishments that she's made because mm. she sees everything through the context of what's going on in the external world. She's not fulfilled internally and she's trying to fill herself internally with external trappings, relationships, things, and labels and all of the kind of stuff we talked about. So for all of us watching right now, when it comes to the ladies watching, when it comes from men watching, I know they're probably saying, okay, Bishop, I hear you. Queenology and a conscious woman. I know they're probably saying, well, how do I know if I am a queen conscious woman? And for men, how do we know what a queen conscious woman looks like? Mm-hmm. Uh, because I wish I, I, wish I knew this <laughs> beforehand because it's like, man, in the season of my life now, I'm like, okay, I'm ready. But how do I find a queen conscious woman? Yeah. What what is what does that even look like? Well, uh, she knows who she is from okay. her core. From her core. You know what I'm saying? Like like you see, um, you 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 see. Um, okay, let's let's do it like this. It's like Chevrolet versus Bentley. Okay. Yes, sir. Okay. My God, I got a Bentley. I have a friend <laughs> that has a brand new Bentley and a brand new Rolls Royce, the big, Ooh. the truck thing, whatever that thing yeah, is called. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. rode me around in it the other day. Yeah. Well, you know, when you go to the to the Bentley place, you know, when you go to the Bentley place, you can't go in there talking about, you know, haggling and and I think I don't think it's worth this. No. The people are gonna simply say to you, "This is the price, sir. This is the price. <laughs> this is not the brand for you." Chevrolet right. is down the street. <laughs> You can haggle for eight hours a day if you choose to do so. Well, why is it that Bentley and Rolls Royce are going to hold true to their value? Mm. They are defined internally. Mm. You don't let the marketplace define them. Mm. And a queen conscious woman is not a woman that's going to allow you, me, or anybody else, or any group of men to come in and 
label her or put a price tag on her or rate her yeah. per se. Yeah. She knows who she is from the inside. Inside, yeah. And if 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 you're not her customer, you're free to move on. She's not going to shift. She's a woman of standards. She's on. the kind of woman that a king, a young king like you can trust. Oh my God. You can't trust a woman whose standards are always shifting. Shifting. You know, she she's a woman that has internal estimation. Mm -hmm. She she has a high self-concept, mm -hmm. but yet she's humble. She doesn't feel entitled. Mm. She's a, a queen conscious woman, is a woman that comes into a man's life. And she's not seeking to extract. She's mm. seeking to deposit. Wow. She's she's adding. She's almost like the yeah. Proverbs 31 woman who mm. had a, a husband who was a baller. Yeah. But yeah. she had all of these other things going on. So she added to the Man. because a marriage is 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 a merger of yeah. of two great entities and they come together to become something greater yeah. than either of them would have been as individuals. And so, you know, when you start talking about a queen conscious woman, man, she's a woman that that always makes her makes her man proud. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. I cannot wait to meet that woman. I've met mine. How you feel, honestly? Twenty eight years. Twenty eight years, man. She says twenty seven, but I say it's twenty eight. <laughs> How do I feel? Yeah. Uh, twenty eight years in. Yeah. You know, it's amazing when you find. When you find the woman, or a woman, because I don't believe that there's just one woman in the world, but I believe there are certain kinds of women that fit certain kinds of men. You find the right kind for you, like I did. And you grow together, and she helps you, and you build. See, everybody today wants a man that's six feet tall, six figures, six pack. Well, you know, high-value man, but what about the high-value couple? Mm. Sometimes a brother needs a woman that says, okay, I see your grind, I see your vision. Let me get in here and, and, and build with you. Yes. And let's build together. Well, that's what my wife did with me. That's so powerful. You know, so we we, we, we built. There's no need. There was no need for a prenup because it wasn't nothing to nup. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? <sighs> but we, we built together, and so... You, you go through all of that where you you have to you 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 reach the goals together you grow older together and then you have the history now we're in this point at this phase in life where we have grandkids yeah and now there's the history yeah. that it's it's amazing the the love grows deeper and deeper and deeper tell me if i'm wrong i'm in a circle of young successful men like myself right yes sir all of us make anywhere between a half a million to seven plus figures a year. All of us love God. Yes, sir. Um, all of us are entrepreneurs or have real good careers. I think two of them are doctors and one of them is in the tech field and then the rest of us are entrepreneurs. Sure thing. All black and only want to marry a black woman. We don't want to marry a white woman. Nothing wrong with white people, but we're black. We're for the black culture. Yes, sir. <laughs> and it, when we're sitting at the table, it's like, man, why is it that men, we don't feel like we are a prize as well? Mm -hmm. We feel like we got to do all the chasing, all the working, and we're not really valued by ladies. And so at this, at this table, all the men say, yo, listen, I'm a king, and I expect to be treated like one. Correct. And one guy said, he told his woman that he was dating that, yo, you're a prize, but so am I. And you're going to treat me like a prize. Should a man feel like 
a prize? Personally, I don't think so. Talk to us. The Bible says that a man that finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor. Okay. But now, you know, it 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 uh, it can be a play on words. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It can be a play on words. I think uh, the man does the pursuing. Yeah. The woman does the approving. It's the masculine to pursue. It's the feminine to approve and to receive and to accept. Mm -hmm. What a man has to have is he has to have the honor and the respect, which I think is just you know, saying the same thing for the most part. When the yeah. man says, I want to be the prize, he's not saying I want to be cherished and put on the shelf like right, right. Like, like, a, like a woman. He's mm -hmm. saying, I want you to recognize what I bring to the table. That's it. And I want you to, to appreciate me in a way that makes me feel good about continuing to do this. Yeah. That's what my wife does for me. Wow, you just broke that thing down. You know, down. Cats, cats say, oh, he's a simp, he's a simp. He's teaching his queenology stuff and he's talking to the women. <laughs> Well, if I'm a simp, my wife left her career. She's already in uh, to work in my business. Uh, if I'm a simp, my wife brings me breakfast in bed. Come on! <laughs> if I'm at home and decide to stay in the bed, she'll bring me lunch there, too. <laughs> if I'm a simp, my wife does what I ask her to do. My wife honors me Oh! if I'm a simp. And the reason I'm motivated, you know, to, to continue is because I'm getting from my wife what I think your generation is asking for. Yes. Just respect me. Just give me honor and respect. Just give me respect. You know, just just say to me. And that 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 is what? That, again, is the result of a generation of women who are struggling with broken consciousness. Mm. They, they, they many times lack the ability to appreciate a good man. And so I think I don't use the term prize. I like to view women as the prize. And see... Prize is something that you you know you win and you 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 cherish it. Yeah. Women are to be cherished. Okay. Men are to be respected and honored, and that's what I get from my wife. Brothers, we wrong. I like the way he just said that. I love because when I feel disrespected, oh, it's that's over. it's easy for me to let you go. It's over. And, and I feel disrespected when I try to express. Like, I have a hard time. I was telling this to one of my good friends, Sarah Jakes, on her podcast. I was like, yo, listen, I have a hard time being vulnerable and being honest with my thoughts. Correct. Because when I'm vulnerable and honest with my thoughts, you then turn around and say, well, you shouldn't be thinking like that. That sounds like you're insecure. It sounds Correct. like you have this. Now I feel disrespected. Now I'm like, all right, cool. Let me shut up and go in the corner and be goodbye. Then the next woman I get with, I'm like, I ain't going to say nothing. Correct. Correct. We're traumatizing one another. But you're saying it all starts, though, with men. Absolutely. A man, see, what, what a man is asking for, mm -hmm. your generation uses this, because I hear it a lot, you yeah. know, I'm the prize, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're really saying is, I, I, I want a woman that's going to really submit to my vision yeah. and honor me. Ooh, well, he said submit. Yeah, but, submit. I did submit. I see. He <laughs> said submit. <laughs> yeah. You know ladies don't like that term? No, they don't like it, but... Here's here's the here's the uh, contextual approach to biblical submission. Talk to us. So the submission of the woman is a fruit. It is the honor of a man towards the woman that is the root. If you want to if you want to reap the fruit of submission, you must first sow the seed of honor. Ooh. A woman cannot submit to a man that is dishonorable. Now, if a man honors you, 
and does not yield, it does not yield the fruit of submission. That is where your generation is having the breakdown. When you're, you're honoring the woman mm-hmm. and you're doing your part mm-hmm. and she's, she's yet so broken that she cannot yield the fruit of submission and respect, mm-hmm. that's where your generation is having. And when you say honoring the woman, was that is that per relationship or is there general basics that all men should be doing in a relationship when it comes to honoring the woman? Because my generation will hear you saying, I think, ladies, I think uh, when you when I, I think when ladies hear that, it's like, OK, he's paying all the bills. He's a provider of the home. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have to work. He yeah. has that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, what else I think ladies are saying? Of course, he's being loyal and faithful to the Correct. their marriage. Correct. Uh, you know, you have this generation. There, there's I think there's two kind of ladies in this generation. He pays all the bills. I'm 50-50, and we both run this house. There is no I submit to him. It's, no, we're going to talk about this, and we both just going to either agree, disagree, or argue it out. Yeah. Um, I think there is no cookie-cutter you know, what right. works for right. what's worked for Lisa and I for 27, mm-hmm. 28 years is not necessarily what's going to work for you in your future marriage. Right. And I think it's different across the board. Mm-hmm. Now, with this 50-50 or he pays all the bills stuff that you all are struggling with today, <laughs> I thank God that I'm not out here trying to create that in the day, man. This is some crazy stuff. It's hard, man. It really is hard. It really is. It's it's it many times it's unrealistic. Yeah. Because, you know, what's the percentage of guys that make that kind of money that Come can on, give you that kind of lifestyle Come without on. you working? Yep. In most cases today it's gonna it's gonna require the teamwork. It is. And it's about it's about the it's about the high value couple as opposed to the high value man. The high value man. Yeah. You know, you you sitting in the cut. When Lisa and I first got married, um, she made more money than me. She was RN. I was a little broke preacher. I was a young, mm. broke preacher. So she made more money than me, much more money than me. But I never felt, you know, I never felt less than the man. I was always the man. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing that really empowered us uh, to, you know, to navigate that season was that we never looked at the money in the house as this my money, that's your money. We had the understanding from the beginning this is ours. Absolutely. And we're we're building this together. So though she was bringing more to the pot than me, it was our pot. I think today we're more selfish yeah. and and we're looking in terms because everybody's waiting for it to fall apart. Right. So so we're looking at it in terms of this is mine, that's yours. I need you to pay all of this or I need you to be 50-50. Well, the whole principle of submission and honor is not based on finances. Yeah. Yeah. It's based on looking at a man and saying, I want you to be be my king, be my husband. Looking at a woman saying, I want you to be my wife, my queen. The financing part is a is a separate issue, but mm-hmm. we made it the primary. You know what, Bishop? I accept responsibility. And I appreciate you for coming on the show and reminding the men to... While we are continuing to evolve into being better men, we still have to take ownership. Absolutely. And hold each other as men accountable because we can't expect them to change if we're not willing to start to change. Correct. And I accept part of that ownership as a man. Um, and I was telling my, my team, my producer, Yo, we're going to have a conversation with men and we're going to record it. 
And yeah. we're just going to have a real honest conversation. And if your schedule allows it, man, I would love to invite you to come be a part of that conversation. I'd love to be. You know, because I think I think we as in men just really got to step up to the plate and just talk about some things. One, what are the mistakes that we made? Two, what's happening in our hearts? Yeah. You know, and how do we heal from what's happening in our hearts? How do we get around older men, wiser men like yourself and learn from those? Correct. Because sometimes I'll be honest, to this day, I'm like, I'm tired of being a good man. Yeah. To this day, I'm tired of being called the simp. So I'm like, well, I may as well just go back and just be the 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 guy who doesn't really care and just live that life because a good man doesn't always yield rewards up front. Correct. Correct. You know, but I know if I go back to my old ways, that's not going to yield me any rewards no. neither. No. You know, I was um, having a conversation, a difficult conversation with some ladies recently, and I asked the question, simple question, does a man that treats you bad get better treatment? Heck yeah. Let's be real. And of course, they tried to push back on that, but when I started unpacking it, they had to accept it. You start seeing tears flowing. Many times, you know, a woman gives a bad guy, watch this, the, the curse word, submission, she submits to a man that doesn't even have a vision, doesn't even have her best interest. And she goes through that over and over and over again. And then when she finally gets a good guy, she's so broken and there's so much scar tissue, she can't even respond to the man she should submit to in the proper way. So these are conversations we got to have because we're constantly traumatizing one another. And so what happens? She takes the good guy and she fails to submit to him. She gives him the problem she should have given the bad guy. Right. Now the good guy leaves out of that situation, and now she's turned, it's, it's, it's a feeding frenzy. It really she's is. turned the good guy in a bad direction. Yes. So yes. This, is a, this is a necessary conversation. Now we're going to have it. Yes, sir. We, we are going to have it, and I'm going to invite you back to the table. Um, and I'm going to do this here. Brothers, if you want to be a part of this conversation, <clears throat> I don't know when we could do it. I'm going to get with my producer. We're going to do it soon. Hopefully we could try and do it maybe here within the next month or so. I want you to email brothers, brothers, uh, yeah, email brothers at Anthony O'Neill. And inside the, inside the subject line, put brother conversation and email brothers at anthonyoneal.com. And we're going to go through uh, that. And, uh, man, we're just going to really just bring in the brothers. And you know what? I may even find a venue. Yes, sir. I may even find a venue, put all brothers on the stage. My team over there shaking their heads. <laughs> <laughs> put brothers on the stage and put ladies in the audience. Oh, my God. And just have a simple conversation. And I may even just invite these. I may even have this conversation at my house. Just make it very intimate. Yes, sir. And just make it brothers talking and ladies just sitting on the couch and just listening. I think it'll be helpful. I think it really will. Yeah. And I think we got to have some real good, honest, transparent conversations. Taking ownership. Correct. And then also brothers speaking to their what's in their hearts. Correct. Um, and ladies just listening. And I hate to say it, you ain't talking and saying nothing. Correct. 
sometimes I believe ladies need to be quiet sometime and Just let listen. men speak. Correct. And, and be an active listener so you can learn. And then vice versa. Men, we need to shut up. Correct. <laughs> and listen and be active listeners. So if you want to be a part of that conversation, I don't know. Uh, when we're going to be able to do this, my, my guys are already over there shaking their heads like he done put something else on our plate in itinerary. <laughs> but, you know, that's a good thing about being the boss. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I can say, hey, listen, this is what we're doing because I think it's needed. Yes. And, and my team is not shocked yes, uh, because I, I've been saying like ladies are saying like men are intimidated by their um, by their success. And I'm like. I'm not intimidated by your success. I don't care how much money you made. It isn't about, you can make more money than me. Now, how you make me feel is not intimidation. That's my truth Correct. of how you make me feel. Correct. And it goes back to what you said. Do you honor me and do you respect me? Correct. And I don't think ladies understand what does honor and respect mean on the man side of things. No, they do not. And so I think we, as I'm evolving, here's what I've learned, Bishop. And this is where I look for you all to help me grow is I don't understand women. Yeah. I don't understand how they think sometimes. And then I realize they don't understand how no. we think. No. That's the problem. It's not bad people connecting. Not at all. It's two great people connecting. Correct. But don't know how to understand each other's communication. Correct. And I think if we can get that, man, we'll have more successful marriages. I believe that. I believe that. So if you want to be a part of the conversation, email Anthony, no, email brothers at anthonyoneal.com. Ladies, if you just want to sit in an audience and just not an audience, I don't know how we're going to do it, but if you want to be in a room and just listen in um, as well, and maybe even ask questions, email brothers at anthonyoneal.com and put in the subject line, sister want to listen, sister want to listen, and brothers in the, in the subject line, put brothers want to be in it, I'm in the subject line, and we'll, we'll we'll figure it out, and we'll be reaching out to people because this is going to be a real conversation, man. So listen, we're going to drop RC Blake's information in today's show notes. His YouTube page has over 600,000 subscribers on there, and he's he's one of the only ones. Him and Tony Gaskins, in my personal opinion, who are dropping wisdom from a biblical perspective, and they keep it real. And so we're going to drop his information in there. If you're in the Texas area, go check out his church um, and just really subscribe to everything this man is teaching. And we're going to drop a direct link to his course to ladies and you can learn the queenology, how to become a, a conscious queen uh, for your future man. And not just for your future man, for yourself. Correct. For yourself. So we love you. We thank you. And uh, we'll see you in the next show. Peace out.